This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ale! Hang tight, Doran. So you're talking about saving time by building a raft. No, just jumping on a log or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, please. I would love a carrot. Oh, I don't know about that. Even in RPGs, we're all mindful of forest fires. Tonight on Jack. She lives in this lovely tower for a single family. Felt trees. We can make some lovely things out of that. Felt. They had fallen. Red, that might not be a bad idea. Go on food. <laughs> Thank you.
to Daishin. This is episode 39, Game Plan. MVP this week is Daryl, a kind fan who recently joined our Discord and has been chatting up a storm with us. Always happy to hang out with fans on our Discord, so be sure to check it out. While you've got your phone handy, swing by our Instagram account, at Daishin. We've got preview clips, fan art, selfies, and sometimes Doran comes by to review his favorite beer. I like ale. <laughs> it's a great time. All right, should we get down to business? Let's do it. So lovely to see all of your gorgeous pixelated faces today. Oh, hello to these digital faces. Thank you you too. Justin is just gently touching his face in the I'm, most like glam. I'm crimping. You haven't grown a <laughs> COVID beard. I'm surprised that no one here has got the big sort of foot long. You guys no, are already right. bearded. Every single one of you already has some yeah. scruff. Yeah, I mean, had to shave it halfway through for the mask fitting. Did, did you, you know. shave it halfway through completely or did you shave half of oh, your beard? I did one half of the mask fitting one day and then I waited for that to grow and did the other half of the mask fitting <laughs> another time. <laughs> I'm ready for the other half of my mask fitting. But I will say, Joe, you're wearing a tank top today and it's really showing off your COVID armpits. I mean, I'm loving oh, yes. the long hair. She that's can just, almost braid them. I know. I was just going to say, are, are you dreading them? <laughs> <laughs> Doran inspired. Speaking of, is Doran's beard dreaded? I've always pictured him having this big bushy beard. It's like but matted. After watching the Lord of the Rings again, I realized a lot of the dwarven beards are like have gorgeous. It's little... a point of pride. They dwarves yes. actually have jewelry specific for their beards. That's There's right. like beard rings. Well, this is yep. the question. Yep. I mean, Doran now has a chunk of adamantine. You know, it's yep. not going to function yep. in any sort of mechanical way. Is he going to make a beard jewel? Is he or yeah. is your beard? just sort of dreaded with the blood and well, the guts of Well, okay, I'll, I'll explain really briefly here. Doran has, first of all, some braids in his beard. Yes. But after this long, I, I've only really bathed a couple times in the last month. We know. And so right I remember this, the last time. It was like oh, we time. were in the woods camping. In a little stream. <laughs> at this point in time, it is quite matted and bloody, and it is not pretty or good smelling. But I do have a, a piece of jewelry. It's, it's actually a length of finely made metal. It's like Basically, if you can imagine a metal straw, it's not as long as what you would buy a metal straw, but it is fitted into one of my one of my Ooh. beard. Hairs. And it's like that Whoa. thin, or it's a bit thicker. It's a, it's about that thin. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. and cool. and it, like and is... again, it kind of shows my skill with right. some of the metal that I've been doing. And I'm oh. now picturing like wind chimes when like yes. a strong breeze and just all of the wind chime effect of like, oh no, the dwarves are coming. Do you hear the tinkling in the darkness? <laughs> I'm looking in the direction. I'm thinking after all of this, because the last time Doran has had a good bath has been a while. I feel like it's funny because we've had a, like a, a home episode where we were in the mansion, but we didn't rest or bathe or do anything. In fact, the one day we had down, we were just nailing fucking roof tiles on. I feel like well, we are going to need a spa day after this. This is why I was pushing to do the underwater uh, infiltration of this giant, <laughs> giant man. Ultimately, I had alternate yeah. motivations. It's a matter so, of I efficiency. Mean, on that note, on the options that we have, um, mm -hmm. I think stealth is the smartest way to do this. Getting in through the back, maybe even through the waterway, trying to get down where those piggies are and, and shoot up through that 20-foot hole. I, I think our first attack should be on that chieftain. I don't want to. I don't want to fight three giants before we end up getting to her. Mm. I agree. I agree. I think that uh, finding a secret way in, there's got to be one. It doesn't look like it's fully designed like a fort or anything like that. Then picking off as many giants as we can without setting off the alarm. 
I mean, Jack, you mentioned a distraction. I think that's a great idea, at least to draw the ire of, of or the eye of these watchtowers. Maybe, maybe we do something off in the distance. You know, not not to alert them not to being attacked. Nothing so bold, but just just to draw their eye a little bit. And then, of course, there's the idea of bringing down the entire fortress and dam. Now, let's not forget that we have people in there who are prisoners. Potentially. There is Hruk and potentially more. I don't really think Hruk is a prisoner. I think Hruk is going to the biggest, strongest woman in his life, and that's the queen, and Moog's real heartbroken about it. I don't really think we're we're trying to step into solving giant <laughs> relationship problems as much as like i want to feel compassionate for tonight these folks. on jack we have one giant and her husband <laughs> she lives in this lovely tower for a single I'm family picturing like this talk show no i i i think the idea of destroying the dam is important to the people but i think it is a secondary objective not to say that it's less important but that it needs to follow the killing of the chieftain i don't think it's likely that we can destroy this dam until that chieftain is dead. My current thinking is that we create some distracting, maybe light some pyre off in the distance, just to draw the eye of the watchtowers while we slip in along the stream and head into the basement. We know that there are pigs beneath 20-foot holes in the chieftain's area, which means, in my mind, there's not going to be many people or creatures down there with the pigs. We use my animal calmingness to walk by them and start an attack from below. Thoughts. I, I'm down for that. Yeah, me too. Now, I, I kind of have a hunch that there is a way in under the water. Do you think that uh, maybe, Red, you could do some scouting? Me too. Well, and I looked at Jack. Uh, Jack's the one with the swimming ring. Unless you'd like it. It would be beneficial to me for sure. It would be wisest if one of us were to go with the swimming ring, find the best route in, and then come back and tell us. Because essentially, this whole process of a dam, I can't, I can't fathom that they would have built this dam without a way for water to enter and that is mm-hmm. essentially the best way we could get in I, I have no problem it makes perfect sense for you to have this ring and go under the water to see if there's mm-hmm. a way in there and I think approaching from the water to avoid the eyes of the watchtower makes sense too and uh, I can cast guidance on you too which will help and I have paths without trace which gives mm-hmm. us each a plus 10 to our stealth so sneaking in isn't a bad idea the question is do I scout hopefully find something of value and then come back, risking two passes, or do we all just go once and hope for the best? I mean, either way, we're going to go into it. I think that the best way to go is you scouting ahead without pass, without trace, because your stealth is so high to begin with. We need pass without trace to get us through. I agree. If you use path without trace first, then we're not going to get a stealth bonus, and there's a much higher risk of us getting caught. My vote is that you go scout ahead. If the vote is for scouting ahead, and we're unanimous in that, then ultimately I think the the smartest call is just to use Pass Without Trace twice. Oh, if you can do that, then sure. And Red gets serious for a moment. This is the first giant encampment that we are going to tango with. This is a monumental feat if we can pull this off. I don't think we should pull any punches. And as much as my spells are quote-unquote useful, Hunter's Mark, I still have spots for that. Pass Without Trace, me getting in there silently and getting back and getting us all there silently and getting back is most important. Now, that being said... I personally don't feel there would be a secret entrance under the water. That's just me. Not a secret entrance. A way in which the water enters. Mm -hmm. It's just some way that people wouldn't normally go. I personally don't believe that there's a way in that the water would enter. I don't get that impression. Okay. Is there a logical reason water would be flowing into this building? So you can see that there are trickles of water 
rivulets, but they don't appear to be coming through doorways. It's just they seem to be seeping through the structure. Oh, I see. There I are see. also docks, like I said, that extend from the back of the building. You know what? Why don't we just send Kieran first? Jack, why don't you take a good look at everything we can see? Sure. Kieran, how do you how do you feel about a flight? I'm I'm nervous, boss, frankly. Don't get too close. We're just looking for a top-down view, enough that you could sort of paint the picture for me and we can pull a map together. Don't die. Well, you're you're in charge and they take flight. So it's about a half a mile away from where you guys have secreted yourselves on the banks of this new lake. You watch as the form of your familiar gets smaller and smaller and smaller and disappears into the sky as they approach this fort. And they're gone for about 20 minutes. When they return to you, Kieran lands on all fours on the forest floor and looks up at you with their sapphire eyes wide and says, all right, boss, it's a big place. Let's lay it out. We'll start at the south. It's built on a huge dam. I I don't know how far across. There's a pen with sharpened logs that form the fence containing maybe a hundred sheep or more divided into segments with a camp in the middle. There's a campfire and several tents. A couple of openings lead into a lower level, and then a road winds up to the top of the dam where the main building is perched. Boss, there's a big giant that's standing with a stone, just like that bugbear described. Uh, there's a small outbuilding as well. I, I don't know the purpose of it. I, what else can I tell you? As Kieran's describing everything, I've got this little minor illusion pulled up in front of us showing the lake and the the dam and the the river coming out of it and as mm-hmm. as new buildings are described new buildings are popping up you know in the, in the illusion and i think as jack's doing that doran is also sketching in his notebook thinking you know this mm-hmm. might be a good idea to have this drawn red leans forward and, and very seriously just says how many were in the watchtower four i mean we can't just take out one i have to make four mm-hmm. shots in succession and kill them all <laughs> you could do that well of course i could <laughs> you are very good Kieran. did you notice anything in the lakeside That maybe would indicate the pull of water Toward the base of the building Something that maybe would give us the opportunity To move in through the lake Oh, I don't know about that Rob, why don't you roll perception For Kieran? Uh, so perception is plus 5 And I rolled a 14, so 19 They noticed that there's also a small Entrance in the rock face Of the hill to the east. Hmm. Did you see anyone moving in and out of that, Kieran? No, I didn't. It looks out onto a field of felled trees. Felt trees? We could make some lovely things out of that. They had fallen. Felled. Oh, yeah, probably they're in the dam now. What? He's talking about the felt, the fabric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually like the, the plan of trying that little cave and seeing where that goes. I think the idea that in tight quarters, giants are going to be less effective regardless, mm-hmm. um, just because they can't turn around and move around. And we sort of saw that with the with the ogres when we had them trapped in the cave near Nightstone, that, yeah. that we had an advantage there. Oh, right. Well, so if that small cave, and I agree, Jack, I think it makes sense to try to enter through an area that at the very least, it doesn't seem like giants would comfortably fit. So if we just swing wide around this entire area, you know, skip the river more south of here, and head towards the cave that Kieran spotted, I think that might be our entrance. After all, I do think entering through the bottom where the pigs are makes the most sense, and and this might be how to do that. 
It does look like it's on the ground floor, is it? Now, not to take away from the whole conversation here, but what if we just built a small raft and one of you with that ring dragged us across as opposed to hiking south, crossing the river, and then hiking back north? What? What if we just crossed the lake here? So you're talking about saving time by building a raft? (laughs) No, just jumping on a log or something. We need to save the walk. Let's construct an entire boat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, what do we all think? Cross the river south of here, head towards the small entrance in the cave wall, trying to find our way below the chieftain, where the pigs sounded like they were, and start an attack directly on the chieftain. Yeah, I think worst case scenario, and the alarm gets raised, at least we're inside then. Yeah. Yes. We don't have to try and get over these big boulders and walls and, and their defenses. I'm, I'm good with it as well. Yeah. As long as we're all sticking to a plan, I'm down. Let's do it. Well, uh, let's pack up and... Uh... Chief Gah, here we come. Should we still maybe light a fire here? Draw people's attention up northwest of this uh, encampment? If we're going southeast... I mean, at this point, it can't hurt if we're swinging south. I mean, sure. I'm okay with it. These bodies would burn black smoke and it would draw a lot of attention. Done that before? Uh, Yes. It also would prevent them from rising as undead. Well, if if Kraloth is into it. I mean, (laughs) so long as it's got a slow start... And it gives us time to swing south and cut across the river. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as they're not on us, then sure, whatever. So Doran builds a small fire next to the bodies and he encircles the bodies with uh, logs and like branches and stuff so that the, the fire actually starts on the wood and then eventually will move to the rest of the bodies. And It's the fall, right? Uh-huh. Like Let's this is forest prime <laughs> forest fire time. <laughs> Maybe we should just... So we drag the bodies out into a clearing. Because even in RPGs, we're all Mm. mindful of forest fires. Right, okay, okay. After all, only you can prevent forest fires. Yeah, and you should build it out like with circles around circles of like different debris so that the fire actually burns for a long time and grows larger as it burns. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like if you start in the center. Yeah, I think Doran probably has experience building certain types of fires for signaling. This is a slow burn distracting fire. I mean, in this <laughs> do. time, distraction fires are probably maybe not commonplace, but definitely something that is on the tongues of many people because it is used frequently. Yeah, mm. agricultural burning, not to mention after a huge battle. Yes, Doran does know that bodies burn because after a huge battle, it becomes a cesspool unless you do something with the bodies. So Perfect. Well, let's start the fire and head south, and we start heading south. Apart from the fire that you've created... Do you take any other efforts to conceal your passing? You make a good point. Doran would like to cover our tracks. He uses brush and stuff and kind of tries to be his best to cover up footprints. And I think before we leave, I'm going to cast Pass Without Trace as we circle the building. It lasts an hour, and it's everyone I see that I choose within 30 feet of me. So I obviously choose my friends and uh, our lovely little Tressum, and we swing around. So you're going to spend, I imagine, the entirety of the hour stealthing around, Mm -hmm. taking a wide loop of this place. Correct. Going first kind of southwest, then south, then sort of hugging around to the eastern side of the lake. Ultimately, our goal is to get right against that wall that we saw the hole uh, carved in through Kieran's mm-hmm. eyes, and then probably just scuttle along the wall till we approach it. Everyone make a stealth check for me. Kraloff got 25. 21. 25. 34. The four of you stealthily swing around, make a big arc around this den. As far as you know, there has been no movement in the den 
no alarm bell rung, Mm -hmm. nothing that would indicate that your presence has been noted. So you approach... Walking through like um, sparse forest, right? Very sparse. Okay. The closer you get to the den, the fewer trees there are. And they because they've mostly been felled. Yes. Right, right. And then way off in the northwest, we can see the black smoke rising from the massive yeah. fire that's yeah. that's now going full blaze. Exactly. This can't be good for the ecosystems, eh, Red? Yes, I weep for my trees. The balance is off here. So you have successfully approached this hill giant den. You are on the eastern side of the lake and this dam, and you're standing just outside of a hole in the cliff face upon which all of this is built. There's a few trees just scattered around the outside here, and you are looking upon this opening. To your back, there's a field that's mostly just cut logs and tree stumps to your south that's where there's this huge encampment it looks like the wall that's around it is 20 feet high and they're sharpened logs and when you were arcing around the base you saw that there are tents within and those are the ones that were described by kieran as having orcs in them we did it quietly guys you hear the the faint bleeding of sheep from the enclosure. I'm going to cast aid on myself, Red, and Jack. And that's going to give us a plus 10. I'm casting it as a level 3. So we get plus 10 HP to our max HP for uh, 8 hours. Nice. I think the minute we officially decide to move in, I will cast Pass Without Trace again on all of us. So we can take a minute here and just discuss our plan. Worst case scenario, we can just run away. Let's not forget that. Run away, run away. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. retreat is a valid option. Well, it's an option. Ultimately, we want to get in there quietly. Find anyone in our way. Mm -hmm. But uh, if we do have the opportunity to to remain completely silent and get right under that chieftain, that should be our goal, correct? Yep. Right. Which means don't pop the first thing that moves, Doran. It should also be noted that with Pass Without Trace, Harlan has indicated the radius of the effect of that spell so if you move beyond that radius Mm. you're no longer quiet doran tiptoes up to the doorway the cavern doorway and with his eyes covering the shine from the sun he looks into the darkness and with his dark vision i should be able to see what's kind of going on in there and i'll cast pass without trace again all right what do my dwarf eyes see i say out loud (laughs) Your dwarf eyes look in on a tunnel. This entrance is 20 feet high and 10 feet wide. 20 feet high. Mm Mm-hmm. And leads into a dark chamber beyond your vision. He tightens the straps on his gauntlet and shield and looks back at the rest of the party and kind of does a nod. Let's go. Leading the party in, though. Kralov follows him close behind. As does Red. As does Jack. Doran, you make your way into this underground chamber. The chamber that you come into is about 80 feet long by maybe 55 feet wide. It's kind of oblong in shape. Mm. There are two wide exits from this room on the western side of the room. Mm. And 
the room is occupied by a couple of ale barrels smashed in the corner of a room. Ale! Hang tight, Doran. They're smashed. I whisper. There back. are four giant-sized sleeping pallets arrayed around the perimeter of the room, and there's a guttering torch mounted on the eastern wall that you see as you come in. Atop one of the pallets on the far northern side of the room, loud snores erupt at odd intervals. A giant is sleeping here. Okay, so we got our first giant. That's what's up. I whisper back to the party. Shall we slink around the giant? Or, yes. And I see Red nodding. We'll sneak around the giant. But there's two entrances leading west. One on the right. I think this is going to go upwards towards the actual building. And one to the left going down. Probably to where the water enters into the lower part. You're the kidding. You're the master of caves, Doran. If that's what your gut tells us, let's follow it. Agreed. No, actually, and on that note, I think Red's just going to sniff the air as well. Because we know that yeah, good call. giants smell foul. Mm-hmm. And I want to know if one smells stronger than the other. Yes, we stealth into the room all together and kind of stand in between the two doorways. And you're going to sniff the both of the doorways? I mean, yeah, I just want to sniff the one to the south and see if it smells more like pig or, or what. Definitely a stench of pig, but that's kind of throughout this underground uh. series of tunnels. Are we going to the right or to the left? Let's go to the south tunnel. Kraloth, you okay? You look like you're a bit concerned. The way that we would approach this sort of thing in um, Barovia was to go around the perimeters first and work our way inwards. And uh, I know. I'm just thinking if we get surrounded and this guy wakes up, then that's one more giant we have to deal with. But if you guys want to pass without taking this opportunity to put him out of his misery, then uh, I'll agree to that. I think the minute we attack this guy, unless we can kill him in one round, which is highly unlikely, well, the entirety of our plan has gone up the window. Doran, looking across the room, is the giant's neck exposed? I will see Doran looking, and I will just say, no, let's go. All it takes is for him to bellow once. Okay, you're right, Red. Let's just focus on the task at hand. So you're choosing the southern tunnel? My instinct is to go north, because if we go south, we're putting ourselves right smack dab in the middle of the encampment. Whereas if we take the north, it's only coming from the south that we'd have to worry about people. Doran pulls out a coin, a silver coin from his pocket. No, no. North makes sense for me. Oh, does it? From the one direction for there to be bad guys to come from. Highly on Kraloth with that All one. right. The majority is north. And then it's going to be a dead end, and we're going to have to turn around and sneak back by this guy, and that's cool. That's fine. Joe's looking at this. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Okay, so you head through the North Passage. The tunnel winds slightly, and you feel the warmth of the cavern on your skin. It's only a short walk before you reach the opening of the next room. You know how in the Cloud Giants' home, everything was so massive? Hill Giants, being smaller than Cloud Giants, have slightly smaller furniture, so that, like, while still large, is less massive and more just too large for you guys. Cool. So there is a blood-stained wooden table of giant size in the middle of this room. There are two huge iron cages, each containing a black boar that snuffles at you as you enter the room. There are some barrels and crates in this room as well, but there do not appear to be any giants. The room is a little bit smaller than the one that you just came from, but, uh, you know, maybe... 50 feet wide. I look back at Red 
and I point at the boar and I give him like a generous nod. Are you? And Red slowly shakes his head no. Pass without traces concentration. Okay. Doran says quietly. And while my primeval awareness is not a spell, it does say by spending one interrupted minute in concentration. Mm. You probably can't concentrate on two different things. I glance up at the ceiling. Is there any opening in there? No opening in the ceiling. Remember the bugbear said something about pigs? Yeah. How many pigs are in this room? Two. Doran procures two carrots Mm. out of his pocket. Lately having been stolen from the bugbears. Yeah. Keeps the potato for himself. This is a snack for later. (laughs) And he kind of looks back at the rest of the party and sort of a, will you allow me to do, Mm. like, is this a meaningful glance? (laughs) Meaningful glance. Thank you. Looks back at the rest of the party for a meaningful glance. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. Approval. Acceptable. You're looking for permission? Permissible glance. Yes. For approval. Permissive. Uh, For approval. Ah, yes. For approval. And I hold. And we are like, yeah, just fucking do it. No, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, red. At yes, least. please. I would love a carrot. <laughs> and I take two and I give each one to the boars. Mm-hmm. And I let them eat it out of my hand. And I pet them on the head. And they don't really make a lot of noise. Well, one of them go- does a little... <laughs> while it enjoys God. the carrot. <clears throat> As you are right up against the cage doors... Doran, you see that these pigs have probably been fed meat. There are entrails on the Uh-oh. ground. Uh, these are war pigs. And seeing this, I pull a couple more carrots out of my pocket and I give them a couple more carrots. You feed them a little more. Make an animal handling check for And me, actually, Doran. I do a few more. I just throw a bit of food in there. Animal handling, a six. Hmm. Okay, yeah. They both start making a little bit more noise. <laughs> eating the, these carrots that you've put down. Um, Doran, as you've moved further into the room, you can see that there are two exits here. One of them is, again, quite wide, about 20 feet wide, 20 feet tall. That's leading to the northwest. And then there's an alcove to the south where there are these barrels and crates I had described. Mm. And a small, thin crack in the wall here leads south. Hmm. What do you do? I mean, that small crevasse to the south of us, it looks like it's big enough for us, yeah? Mm. Doran's nodding his head. Mm-hmm. It's skinnier than a five-foot square, so you might have to squeeze through at points, but you could make it through. But do you think that that leads to the mm. chamber? I don't think they'd carry the pigs through there. To certain death. To certain let's, death. Think, let's just take a peek yeah, down I, to see how far it goes, but I think if we're looking for, for boss. Chief Gun, yeah. she's going to be a place giants can get to. I agree. I agree, too. Red will step up and take a look around the edge. Red, as you squeeze by this barrel, it connects with the fur on the backs of your arms, and it's slick with some foul-smelling ooze. I look at Jack and sort of gesture to the ooze to sort of, you know, put his mind on it, see if he can figure out what the heck that might be. And then I'm just going to take a real quick peek down the tight passage. I only want to know what's down there. It's not a long passage. With a 15. It ends maybe 15 feet from where you stand. And from the exit of the narrow passage, you can see the glimmering of a torch in a wider corridor. So this looks like maybe just a shortcut. Yep. And I pull away. This isn't the way we want to go. And I sort of shake my head to the others as I pull back to the center of the mm-hmm. room. So I'm going to take a moment to investigate these crates and barrels and just see that we got the slime in one to figure out what's up with that. And and yeah, just see what's generally going on over there. Roll investigation for me. 
Uh, 14 and 7 is 21. You can tell before you even get within touching distance of this barrel that it is likely being used to hold entrails, the same ones that are being fed to these swine. And that's what your friend Red now has remnants of on his person. Mm -hmm. Any idea what kind of entrails? Pig. Pig entrails? Mm -hmm. So these boars are being fed pig. Cannibal pigs. Cannibores. Yeah. Is this big enough to hide in? Yes. I'm going to hide here if I have to. Maybe we should rub entrails on us to mask our scent. Oh, Oh. hey, hey, no, actually, Red, Red, that might not be a bad idea. Giants do love smells, right? Aren't they not sensitive about? Well, we know they're smelly. I mean, this I have a whole thing that Doran yeah. had a, a right, theory yeah. about. Maybe that's what I'm thinking back to. I have advantage on information to hill giants. Mm. Um, we're in their den. Can I roll to see if they might have more sense? Yeah, I think you've smells? had enough context now to merit a new information roll on these giants. Perfect. Ten. I was thinking about this earlier with regards to dogs. Like a lot of dogs have really amazing noses, but they also smell very bad. So. They're, it's kind of hard to know. The way they react to smells is different. They mean different things. Mm-hmm. Should we keep moving forward? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's keep going. Let's go down the main passage. You want to keep heading west of this room? I say so, yeah. Yes. I got war pigs stuck in my head, though. So you continue to head down the western tunnel. It looks like it's widening a little bit as you head on. And indeed, it ends in a T-junction. One heading north, one heading south. Chamomile or orange pico? Matcha. Earl Grey. Let's check north. I'm curious. Again, the same sort of deal. Lakeside. All right. And we turn north. As you head north, your first few steps into this corridor, you begin to hear the squealing and grunting sound of many pigs. What do you do? Let's keep going north. Yeah. Stealthily as possible. Why don't you guys all roll stealth for me? Okay. All right, Christopher, come on. Come on, yellow dye. Sorry, guys. When you're wrong. Lifferless failed me. No. Finally. No. It's a natural one. No. Oh. <gasps> God. Lifferless. You. I mean, that's still 11. Still, uh, It's actually 10 because I've got minus one to stealth. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. This is good. Okay, so we have a 10 and a... 25. What does everyone else have? 25? 34. 27. I drop my shield. I see Creole make noise and I I hang back. Clang, tingling. <laughs> no, I feel like, I feel like, because the group stealth check is meant to give us an average. So if most people oh. succeed, the check still oh. succeeds as a group. Uh, I'm thinking yes. like, I'm like, I'm like nice. rearing my head back for a sneeze and then Red shoots his hand up and covers my mouth. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like a pass, pass, fail, pass mm. thing. Like, there are more passes than fails. Our average is 22. They did the math. Subreddit. Subreddit? No, Kraloth. We're trying to be quiet. That's the one where we don't make any noise. Let's put the shield back <laughs> on your back. Doran, are you still in the lead here? I am. You see a massive room. This room is approximately square with rounded off edges. Obviously, it's kind of more naturally made than that, but it's about 250 feet wide. Wow. There is a stream that cuts through the middle of the room that seems to be bridged by a a little wooden bridge, maybe 20 feet wide. The floor of this room is packed with swine. In some places, they're shoulder to shoulder. The sound of them is just deafening. 
Well. <laughs> so you're right now on the northeastern corner of the room. On the eastern side of the room, just to the south of where you are, there's like a little ledge. It's like a swine rave. Yeah, it's a swine rave. This is the swine... (laughs) This is the swine wave room. It is dimly lit by torches in places. And then also there are shafts of light coming down, piercing the darkness of this room from the ceiling where there are a couple of grates. The Thunder Reach is even here. These are probably the ones that were (laughs) described by your bugbear. Mm-hmm. Walking among this herd, there's an Etten. This is a two-headed ogre-looking motherfucker. Mm. It seems to be fairly preoccupied with its herd. And there are also a couple of bugbear walking around. Uh, one of them, as you're watching, roughly pulls a pig away from a trough and then gently caresses the head of another smaller pig. He brings it forward so that the smaller pig has a turn to eat. Uh-huh. Fatten them up. There are a couple of exits from this huge underground pig cavern. There's one directly on the center of the western wall. Again, there's like a ramp that kind of leads up to it, just made of earth. And then there are two exits to the north, smaller exits. The walls here are made of piled timbers and mud that have logs jutting out of them. And the river that flows through the middle of this room seeps through a gash in the north wall and cuts across the eastern half before spilling through a small hole in the south wall, tumbling down logs as it goes. Is it wide enough for us to fit through? Doran gives a knowing glare. Told you there was an underground river. Told you so! (laughs) Because Doran... Classically loves water. Uh Baths are his favorite. There are fences erected around some of the lower tunnels, one of which you are coming out of, that seem to be designed to keep the pigs out. So right now you are in a pig-free zone. And as the stench of pigs makes your eyes water with the amount of manure that must just be littered throughout the floor of this room, your attention is shoots upward. Through the holes in the ceiling of this room, you see shapes moving, gargantuan shapes, and a voice rattles the rafters as you hear something call out in giant, Go on food! giants are really hungry. Speaking of hungry, thank you so much to our great old one Patreon supporters, Kellen Holman, Christopher Ryan Evans, and Adam Frey. With them helping us out, we don't have to go hungry ourselves. Please consider supporting us on Patreon if you're enjoying the show and want to see more of what we can do. Till next week! Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.